This is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week we try to make it a little friendlier, a little more fun. I play a game with a guest who's guaranteed to win the game because they're the only contestant. As we play, I assign my guest points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up. Then, at the end, the winner, and I must reiterate, sole contestant, receives a $100 donation as a grand prize to the cause or charity of their choice. Then we each give a pep talk to someone or a group or the thing that we think might need it this week because this isn't all about me. It's just mostly about me. My guest today is a hilarious stand-up comedian, the co-head writer of The Late Late Show with James Corden, and a host of the podcast All Fantasy Everything, which is so funny. Love listening to it. He's also one of the best dudes. Welcome to the show, Ian Carmel. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Josh. Thanks for that wonderful intro. Oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you. It's been, it, it always feels like ages. And then every time, every time after I talk to you, I'm like, I got to hang out with Josh Gondelman yeah. more. And we yeah. live so far away and we both so work far. a lot. Yeah. I'm in Nairobi. Uh, <laughs> and I'm living on Jeff Bezos' rocket. I'm yeah, in space. <laughs> Thousands of miles apart. Well, once once during the orbit cycle, every now and then, we're pretty close. Yeah. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. We should get drinks, I yell yeah. as, the, <laughs> as I pass the earth. <laughs> I saw, I think I was, the last time I saw you in person might have been a, but, was it a butter boy in New York? Oh, Yeah. Which that was is, fun. It was so fun. And if, if if it wasn't a pleasant enough experience on its own, I was also eating the the free pizza that they have in the back. So I'm like, now I associate you with like a delicious slice of pizza as well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, this is wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for being here. And let, let's jump into today's game. Today's game is called Your Roots Are Showing. Ian, in addition to your success in show business, you also, and, and like big picture stuff, you also have a great relationship with your hometown in Oregon. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're beloved there. You love visiting there. So today, I'll ask you a series of questions about hometown heroes, local legends, and hidden gems. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Ian Carmel, are you ready to play Your Roots Are Showing? I'm ready. Great. Let's start here. First question. This is something I was thinking about a lot recently, and I, I kind of put it out on Twitter, and people had interesting answers. But I want to know from you, because I feel like you'll have good thoughts. Would you rather be a hometown hero or a local legend? Ooh, I think this one, no question, I would rather be a hometown hero. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I'm lucky enough to be, like, a little bit of a hometown hero because Portland is obsessed with itself, mm -hmm. and I'm obsessed with Portland, and it's a very, like— Mutually beneficial relationship for both of us. That's lovely. I feel like local legend can be not necessary. It's not always a good thing. I think that's right. I think hometown hero, when said sincerely, is always positive. Yes. It's always like, oh, he's a hometown hero. He put up that, um, he he was the one that raised the funds for that shelter for orphans. Right. He's a hometown hero. Or like a, if an athlete comes out mm -hmm. of an area that mm -hmm. they don't usually come from, often yep. they're a hometown hero. Yep. Local legend can just be somebody who like fell down an escalator that was going up <laughs> for 45 minutes at Pioneer right, Place. in the stasis of falling down. Yeah. Like, just the whole, like, it was going the exact right speed and mm -hmm. he fell up an escalator for 45 minutes. Like, yeah. local and then, legend could be... And everyone, like, has one uncle that swears he was there that day. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was there. I was there. I was going to a Mervyn's, California, which was inside the mall. Of the I don't know why this guy's from Brooklyn. 
He was the Brooklyn guy from Portland, Oregon. I had just gotten off a, a, a ship from Ellis Island. Um, he, <laughs> they went down or through the Panama Canal. <laughs> there we were in the Straits of Magellan. Um, they, I, a local legend, I like it can be it could be somebody who like ate at Pita Pit and got food poisoning six mm-hmm. different times, but kept going. Like, yep. well, hometown hero. Here's the distinction to me: a hometown hero has sandwiches named after them. A mm-hmm. local legend has bars drink they special. probably drink special. Yeah. <laughs> and I would rather you, have sorry, a sandwich I named You're going to say them. bars they probably can't go to anymore. Well, I was I, well, I was going to say, I was actually going to say drink specials first. And then <laughs> my brain was like, or maybe bars that they've been banned from. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like a local yeah. legend, their like, face can be up all over town. And it's just like, do not serve this man. And he's like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the picture, he's wearing like a mascot head. And you're like, why? You're like, why? oh, you'll see if he tries <laughs> yeah, to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. He, you can serve him if he comes in without the mascot head in. But if without he's got the, mas- the mascot, with the head, mascot on, head, he's looking for trouble. Yeah. He's looking for trouble. Yeah. So I think I would go hometown hero. I think that's a much nicer one. I Some people replied to me online that they just like the, they like the idea of being a little infamous. Like, yeah, they yeah. like the idea of being a local legend, which I think, which I respect. We have uh, a guy who wears a Darth Vader mask, plays the bagpipes, and rides around on a unicycle. And I feel like the the way you feel about that person speaks to how long you've been in Portland. Where if you've been there... Sure. If you've been there for, like, five years... or Let me say, if you've been there for three years, you think he's funny. If you've been there for 10 to 15 years, you hate him because you think he's trying to be too cutesy and too like Portland... But if you've been mm-hmm. there for 30 or more years, I think you go back to loving him. It comes back around. And you're like, I think it comes hey, back this around. Guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Great answer. I think, honestly, this answer is worth 328 points. 328, a guaranteed Hall of Fame batting average. You're in. Yeah, absolutely. You're in. Yeah. Next question. What is the weirdest or most unexpected thing that you love about Portland? So, like, this is another, this is would be weird or surprising to maybe people in Portland. Our city, our city is full of, like, I, I don't even know what the word hipster means anymore. I, like, sure. I, I, I don't know what it means anymore. But there are a lot of, like, Portland elitists who live in Portland. Mm-hmm. And they have collectively, sure. collectively decided that Voodoo Donuts is is niche geet. It's like, we're not, we are not allowed to actually like Voodoo Donuts. If you're a true Portlander, it's for tourists it's not worth the wait. You're supposed yep. to hate it. You're supposed to think it's stupid and like, and like cutesy Portland, but not real Portland. Yep. And I earnestly enjoy every part of the Voodoo Donuts experience. I Ooh. like waiting in the line. Yeah. I like that the donuts are very silly. I think the thing, I think it's going back to the thing I just said, where like, if you've About been there back 10, around. 10 years, you hate, you think Voodoo Donuts sucks, but if you've been there your whole life, you actually like remember they used they got like in trouble because they put a cup of Nyquil in a donut once and the FDA had to tell them not to do that. They had actually be told they couldn't it's do so, that, and that it's like so funny that the FDA got involved. You'd think just like someone's mom would call and be like, "Right, no, thank you, Mister." Yeah, you are not putting Nyquil on that donut. Yeah, Cat Daddy Trey, those are the two yeah, guys yeah, who yeah. run it. You will stop that right now, like. Bacon is enough. Bacon on a maple bar is enough. Nyquil. I Mr. Love they, Big Shot. Yeah, maybe. Z-Quil, Z maybe. At home, <laughs> maybe. If I'm there. But not Nyquil. That's for medicine. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I've come back around, and I really, like, I earnestly... Well, I don't know if I ever actually didn't like it, but I, I, I 
I think Voodoo Donuts is the most fun and best donut experience in Portland. And most actual Portlanders who are there will, like, tell you that that's, like, a ridiculous thing and that it sucks and that it's terrible and that you're, like... Everybody wants to have, like, the kind of the extra special hookup, like, the the underground spot. And so it's, like, it's easy to be, like, oh, yeah, Mike's isn't worth the wait. But it's, like, sometimes you want the wait, like you were saying. You want the whole experience. Mm-hmm. It's the you know what it is. It's the it's the local recommendation version of that base of that game with the hands up the baseball bat. You yes. know what I mean? Like topping mm-hmm. the baseball bat. Yes. Except it's a never ending baseball bat. Just as you think you're <laughs> up at the top of it, somebody's carved another six inches mm-hmm. of baseball bat. Somebody's, somebody's like, got their hand up there. Actually, I know a place where you can get a donut. You just have to knock on a guy's back door. He makes six donuts every morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely this rosemary that he grew, like, in in his garden, like, in all the donuts. I've seen it happen. It went from, like, it was, like, it was, like, Blue Star Donuts for a while, Mm -hmm. and then, like, Pips Donuts, Mm -hmm. and then, like, and then the whole time, Voodoo Donuts has been there just being, like, we still cover it in Sunny Delight powder. I will say it's incredibly Portland that there are, like, escalating donut wars. I've, like, seen, like, 20, the whole 20 tweets deep on a thread kind of thing. Yeah. Like, real anger and personal insults erupting out of, like, Portland-area donut battles. <laughs> like, re- like, real tearing the city apart. Like, things that haven't been equaled until, like, the demonstration against the police last summer. Yeah. Until that, the biggest, like, upheaval we're, in we're Portland donut was bites. completely donut-based. Yeah. This is a great answer. This answer is worth... 412 points for the longest uh, threaded Facebook argument, 412 posts uh, about fast food argument or a local chain argument. Yeah, that might even be underestimated. Yeah, that's true. I think I can get to the thousands. (laughs) Next question. The perfect song to listen to as you leave your hometown is obviously Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen, no matter what hometown you're in. (laughs) It's it's come up on the podcast before for sure. It's the perfect leaving your hometown song. My wife and I play it if anytime we drive away from like visiting her parents or visiting my parents we oh, play Thunder Road as we leave town just for fun that's so funny <laughs> and so what is the best song to listen to as you re-enter your hometown I don't know if you have a, a Portland specific one or like a big picture answer or if they're the same oh, I have a I have a Portland specific one I do this every time I land I listen to uh, speaking of hipsters I listen to Home by LCD Sound System ooh Every time. That's and good. Like, usually, like, I'll, I'll I'll play it, like, right when, like, the the tunnel connects to the plane. I forget yeah. what that's called. The, the jetway? The jetway, the jetway, I think, yeah. Uh, and it usually gets me, if I, it usually gets me to the baggage carousel. That's and, nice. And, like, it's so happy and upbeat and, like, you know, he just sings the words home again mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's just, like, I listen to it every time I land in Portland. I love it. And that feels so much. that feels universal. That's one that you can adopt whenever you go home. Yeah, this I is, think anyone anyone yeah. can go ahead and pick that one up. Yeah, this is the, I this I mean don't be cool about it. Don't just like Jackie and style be weird right, right, with right. it. But if you get rolled around, listen to it not when you get home. Yes. Just throw it on after the after you listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and every other episode to make my day, mm-hmm. and then go over and, and then go all fantasy, all fantasy everything. everything. Yep, listen to yeah, all yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. But then. After that, after that, listen to Home by LCD Sound System. Give it a listen. Roll it around the snifter a little bit. And if mm-hmm. it makes sense to you, if you connect with the lyrics, Give go it ahead a whirl. and throw it on. Give it a whirl. I like yeah. that. I, I like a, gen, a general home one. I feel like sometimes people get too specific with it. I feel like the expectation for me would be Dropkick Murphys. 
Oh. <laughs> bomb, bomb. Yeah. yeah. Which, because it's like, but that's like, I don't know, that's a little too specific at times. Where that's not, I don't feel that level of menace when I'm going home. I know. There's like, there's some, there's some, jo- there's some jolly Dropkick Murphy songs. Yeah, but that's like, true. There is that, that's, that's setting up a certain expectation mm-hmm. and energy. Yeah. If it feels like, oh, you know what? I gotta have, I'm gonna have to fight a guy that I think is an undercover cop. Right. You're gonna have to do that. Yeah. 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 You're gonna have to get your hand broken at a bar. Like, what, <laughs> what, why, like, what if you listen to shipping up to Boston and your first stop is like coffee and pastries with your mom? Mm-hmm. You have to carry that energy into that. Yeah. Where you're like checking aggressive. the fucking scone for a wire and like stuff like that. What do you, Ma, I, my accent just comes out. Ma, you sit with your back to the door. I don't wanna let it out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great answer. Home LCD sound system. This answer is going to be 500 points because that's how many podcast episodes you have to listen to as homework before you get to our homework of listening to Home by LCD Sound It's worth it, though. Mine are short. They're only like two and a half hours each. So it's like, you'll get there quick. Excellent. Next question. What is the ultimate way a hometown can pay tribute to a resident or former resident? I think I, I, I really love... So in in Los Angeles, it's the mural. Mm-hmm. You see, yes. you see a lot of you see a lot of that, especially with like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like every wall, everything that retains weight also has a picture of Kobe Bryant on it mm-hmm. here in LA. I'm a big, I'm a big statue guy. Which in Portland, in the last like two years, all we've done is like tear them down. Yep. Which you would think doesn't bode well for statues, but what I say is. We've got a lot of podiums that don't have any statues on You've them. You've cleared the room for new statues. We've cleared the room for new statues. I think I think we need more statues, and I think we need to usher in a golden age of casual statues. Where <laughs> tell me more about this? It's not a guy on the back of a horse. Okay, it's not. Sure. It's not someone like striding boldly into a into a golden west that was promised, mm-hmm. you know, by by God's mandate for the white man. I think sure. what we need. Right, right, right. It's just statues of hometown heroes doing something kind of casual. Yeah. So, we, so we're so we putting them on a pedestal, but we're not really putting them on a pedestal. Right. You we're know? realizing that they're people after all. Yeah. I want a statue of Damian Lillard reading Twitter on his phone, mm-hmm. thinking about maybe leaving or demanding a trade. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want yeah. like... Uh, I want a ben statue Affleck of that. dropping a tray of iced coffees. Yes! <laughs> Put that up in Harvard Square. Like casual should, statues is an incredible concept. I I think we need to embrace the casual statues. If like if if I ever earn one in Portland, I want one of me getting a calf cramp as I'm getting off of a love seat. <laughs> Reaching down like ooh ooh you know like and then like a little plaque about my contributions mm-hmm. to the arts and culture of mm-hmm. uh, of the city. Mine would be mine would be yeah. me. Uh, asking someone a question, but then immediately realizing they just put a bite of food in their mouth. <laughs> you know the face you make of like, oh, hey, um, after this, are you, do you want to go? You want to go over to the? Uh, are we going to still go see the movie? Uh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you hold, yeah, I can wait. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Take your time. Either way, it's cool. So you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not in a rush. <laughs> We've been to start for another hour and a half. And they, it's like a pizza bagel. It's something that takes a minute. <laughs> they get like a you cool can't it just down. hard swallow. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you don't. This is not urgent. This yeah, is not life cool. and death. <laughs> Take it to enjoy the bite. That's a lot. That's enjoy a lot of calories bite. in that one bite. <laughs> yeah, savor yeah, it. Chuck, 
Chuck Palahniuk like lived and wrote in Portland, and mm -hmm. I want one of him like op like standing next to a pile of residual checks from Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them are forty three cents, you know that kind of thing. A casual statue. Him like trying to act like he's not him as someone is recognizing him. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he can tell they definitely know who he yeah, is. Yeah, but he's like, yeah. ah, I don't have time for this today. So he's just trying to look like a different guy. <laughs> he's He's got Crocs and a Cal State poly shirt on. You know, like... It's just like... Uh. Oh, man. I should, God, I got to dress up every time I leave the house. I was just, I, I was just picking up a prescription. Yeah. <laughs> casual, the casual statue. This is, is blowing my mind. Yeah. I, I'm going to think about this forever. This answer is worth 515 points. You're welcome. Next question. Conversely, what is yeah. the ultimate show of devotion that a person can pay to their hometown? It pains me to say this because I have not shown this level of devotion. Mm -hmm. I think I think continuing to live there. Yes. Yep. I think I think it's probably continuing to live there. And like as someone as you know, being in the in the commercial arts. Yes. As we are, it's almost impossible, although some people do it. Some and people do I it. I am so jealous of and amazed by those people. Mm -hmm. Like I think Nate Bargetzi lives in Nashville. Yep. And the and like Adam Kate and Holland and those Grolix guys yeah, like those still Denver live in guys. Denver. Yep. David Borey moved back to Denver at least part-time. And I was like so so jealous. Yeah. And I think this is a comedian-specific one, so I may, maybe it's not so universal, but I feel like figuring out a way to continue to live in that hometown is like yes. the ultimate show of devotion. Staying in your hometown. Sweet answer. I love it. I guess this answer is worth 617 points, but that's personal to me. That's for the 617 area code, which was my area code when I was growing up, and then it changed. <laughs> They, they do that to you. Yeah, yeah. They, they switched it. I was so used to it. They added, they like jammed two more, two more area codes into Massachusetts when I was a kid. I just found out about a new Oregon area code and it shook, it shook me so much more than it should what have. What was it? I don't even know, but it started with a six. All of our other ones start with fives and I'm just like, I don't know where I am anymore. That's very different. Uh, it's destabilizing. We, we had one when I was growing up. It Whoa. was 503. Yep. And that was it. And then there was a 541. And now there's like two more on top of that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jean-Paul Sartre. Jean-Paul Sartre. Yeah. Final question. Who is the ultimate hometown hero from your or any hometown? Oh, God. In this day and age, right now, it might be Ben Affleck. It might be your boy. <sighs> he has become an ascendant hometown hero. I think it really, like, there's something about the last, like, two, three years. You've written about it. You wrote about it for the, for for the, the Ringer. ringer and, yeah. like, and, 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 like, you've commented on it a lot. And, like, when thinking about this question, that's where my mind went immediately. Mm -hmm. And that's where my mind returned after, like, a good amount of thought. Like, you could, you could like, if things go well for Russell Westbrook in L.A., he might be able to climb the ladder pretty yeah. well. Yeah. I think I think there was a period pre-presidency maybe where Barack Obama had it like in in Chicago, in Chicago. Illinois, you know. There it, there was like, also a period where I think LeBron James had that home like when he went back to Cleveland and won the oh, championship. Yeah. Huge. But then Powerful. I think moving to Los Angeles took a little bit of the shine off that apple. It com it completely does. It com it completely does. But like Ben Affleck 
who, I mean, lives in LA. Yeah. But like, I feel like continues to embody so many of the things that people from Boston are proud of. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, being a disaster. Being a disaster, Dating out of your league. (laughs) Right, dating out of your league, but like continuing to like kind of thrive even Mm -hmm. amidst all this. Yep. Like the like all of this shit like going around, much of it of his own creation, but yep. like continuing to like thrive and do good work. Like yep. I immediately think of Boston when I think of him. I feel like I everyone I know from the Massachusetts area like kind of loves and defends Ben Affleck. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of think it's him right now. I think he's got, I think he's got the belt. It feels like he. It, I've been trying recently to sound a little bit more like how I grew up talking than yeah. than how I kind of like went to college in Massachusetts, but with a lot of kids from other places, uh, moved to New York. And I'm just like, I tried to stop like monitoring my speech as much, so which there's not that many places it comes out, but I've just started trying to say like wicked more again, like yes. when, when it naturally occurs to me, which like two drinks in is like prime towny oh, yeah. lexicon coming out. From, of course, the Battle of Lexicon and Concord. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I could feel myself teeing up, and I was like, don't say it! (laughs) No, no, swing away! Swing away! Um, But I think, like, there's just, like, little things. And and I think part of it is just looking at how, like, New England Ben Affleck is and being like, why would I not? Why wouldn't you? Embrace it! It's oh. when I have a couple drinks, I start talking like uh, like Blink One Eighty Two. If they grew up in fucking Coney Island, like because my my dad, like I was raised on the West Coast, mm-hmm. I was raised in Oregon and everything, but my dad is from Brooklyn, so I have this weird little like like trace of an accent. Mm-hmm. And when I have a couple drinks, like because he's got a pretty strong accent, yeah. it's like crazy. But then I t- but I say hella a lot and stuff like That's that. Great. So it's like I but I love that. I mean, like I just have been like so into the idea of like because so much has been online, especially the last year and a half. I'm not like breaking new ground, but like because so much connection has been online, I just am like really into the idea of like localisms and regionalisms lately. Yeah. And so like any little thing, I just like want to like soak in it. Like when someone else has it, like anything that I can bring to the table that feels just like a little not like um Oh, th- this Subway sandwich shop is the same as any Subway sandwich shop. Yes. I love when someone says crick still. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. instead of creek, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just any trace of regional. You're so right. That is so nice. I, I to, love uh, to, like, um, experience. I love an organic y'all. I think that's yes. sweet. Yeah. A drawlin' y'all. I love that. Oh, this it's something so sweet about a drawlin' y'all. Ben Affleck is a wonderful answer for this question that is a 100-point answer based on the percentage of the time Ben Affleck seems like he'd like to be in Boston or the metro Boston area enjoying a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. And that brings us to the end of today's game of Your Roots Are Showing. Ian Carmel, your final score is 2,472 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? Yes! I feel feel amazing right now. (laughs) I I feel like both a hometown hero and a local legend. Mm -hmm. I I... I would classify you as both right now. Thank you. I would I would describe my general sense of being right now as the feeling one gets when biting into a maple bacon bar from <laughs> Voodoo Donuts. Ian, uh, Ian's face is frozen into the famous Dame Lillard stare from after he yeah. hit the uh, the series-ending three-pointer against the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> mm-hmm. People, there's chaos all around me, and but my face— Steely like, resolve. 
stealing and fi- and finding the camera, finding his life, finding, finding his camera. camera. Yeah. One of the greatest sports photographs of all time. It's so it's so good. It's so good. I used to have a T-shirt with that picture on it, and then like I washed it with some r- reds, and now it's like pink with that ah. picture. And I still wear it. You got it. I still wear it. You know why? I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how you show people. That's right. A, the, a pink Dame Lillard shirt is basically it's saying this is what a feminist looks like. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm a good guy. <laughs> Ian Carmel, as this week's champion, you've won a $100 donation or contribution to the charity or cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? In keeping with that theme, mm-hmm. uh, Planned Parenthood, my favorite charity, the mm-hmm. one that always needs our help and and our and our support and everything. And that's great. Uh, yeah, and and I'll put the the information if anybody needs it in the the show notes. Uh, if you'd like to donate yourself, finally this week, the pep talk. Yes, Ian and I will each give a pep talk to a person, group, thing that we think might need it this week. I'll go first. My pep talk is to embarrassing childhood pictures and and the the people who are seeing them. And I messed up already, because there's no such thing, really, as an embarrassing childhood picture. Unless there's a picture of you taking a bribe as part of a schoolyard protection racket, or drinking from the toilet the day of your middle school graduation. It's just not embarrassing, right? Most of what you find embarrassing, other people think is endearing, or or nostalgic. Your goofy outfits, your terrible haircuts, your gawky expressions. You were a child. You probably didn't know how to use the stove or what color chartreuse was. How could you expect to look good 30 years later, 20 years later, 15 years later, 50 years later. And besides, have you ever seen someone, a picture of someone who was cool as a child? That doesn't look cool now. (laughs) They still look dorky because they were a child and it was the past. It's like, nice mushroom cut, dweeb. You still can't open a bottle of ibuprofen without your parents' help. And I know that sounds like an insult, but what I mean is that's the past. It's beautiful to have grown. Times change you change, and now you can drive a car and buy lottery tickets and cut your hair however you want. It's not embarrassing if your parents show your friends pictures of you bathing in the sink as an infant. Although, if they have one of those from like last week, that is on you and that is weird. <laughs> Ian Carmel, the floor is yours for a pep talk. I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I'm a, taking a Color Me Mind class with Picasso. This isn't fair. <laughs> That's very kind. Today, I am going to give a pep talk to people who thought that almond butter was a healthy snack, but just look at the back <laughs> of the almond butter jar and realize that for a tablespoon serving or a teaspoon serving, it's about 235 calories. <laughs> Listen, the important thing is that you thought you were making a choice that was a healthier choice <laughs> than a regular snack. We need to, we need to, we need to take that into consideration. You thought you were being healthy. And intention is such an important part of actually starting to make healthy choices. And the fact that you thought you were doing something healthier, eating a spoonful of almond butter over the sink and then eating two more and then screwing on the lid, putting it back in the cupboard, opening the cupboard, taking it back out, unscrewing the lid and having one last spoonful of almond butter. The fact that you did that instead of opening a bag of chips or eating a taco or any any number of other things as a snack The fact that you were willing to make that choice, even if you had the wrong information, speaks to the desire to do better. Plus, you can burn off 235 calories so many different ways. You could go running for half an hour, which 
is longer than I've ever run and longer than anyone I know has ever run. But theoretically, one could do that. You could swim for 25 minutes, which I believe is how long it takes to swim from Los Angeles to Hawaii. It seems like an insane amount of time to swim for, but you could do that. You could do that. You could go rock climbing at one of those rock climbing gyms where people who look nothing like us go on first dates and then <laughs> and then fall in love and get like uh, matching tattoo wedding bands. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing where they drink Michelob Ultra at their wedding because they actually care about how many carbs are in a beer. You know, you could go to one of those places. You could burn off those calories you just ate or you could make peace with the idea that every now and then every single one of us has to stand over the sink mm -hmm. and eat a few more spoonfuls of almond butter mm -hmm. than we anticipated on eating that day. And you can wake up tomorrow and maybe you could cut it from four down to three. And then the next day from three down to two. And then the next day from two down to one. And then that next day, you don't have any almond butter. And then the day after that, you eat the entire jar. <laughs> and we can do that until we die. That's beautiful. That's such a wonderful pep talk. I think it's really going to speak to people listening. Thank you so much. That's that's the show. I'm Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you again to this week's champion, Ian Carmel. Ian, where can people find you and your work? I am uh, at Ian Carmel on Twitter and Instagram. That's Carmel with a K. Ian spelled in the traditional way. And uh, listen to All Fantasy Everything and watch The Late Late Show with James Corden, where I'm, I'm doing the head, some of the head writing. Along with Lauren Greenberg, and then also I'm I'm an on-screen sidekick. Now. It's so cool. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you have your own answers to today's game of your roots are showing, tweet them at me at Josh Gondelman or at Make My Day Pod. Um, I will make the the information for Planned Parenthood available to everyone, of course. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production, produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. 